0: All right, Whitney, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to share you with the audience and hear more about your story, your journey, and who you are overall. So before we dive in, would you mind just sharing with myself and the audience a little bit about who you are, how you got started um, on your your journey, and what you do today?
1: Yeah, of course. Well, thanks for having me on the show. I'm super excited to chat with you. Um, my name is Whitney Eckes. I, I have been a digital marketer for probably the last seven years. Um, and I've also kind of uh, am an expert in the digital space, the personal brand space, and anything social media and influencer related. So I really kicked off my journey um, by starting way back when I was working with uh, Red Bull. And we were really kind of experimenting with what social media was and how it was kind of new to the market. This is back probably around like 2011. Um, so Instagram was still used primarily for photographers. Facebook was like the hotspot area and we just started running campaigns and events and hold on one second. Sorry. My dog is walking around. (laughs) Go lay down, go lay down. I have hardwood floors and every time I talk, he swears that I'm talking to him and wants it like to come over and give me all the attention. Oh, so. <laughs> I get that. We're used to that here. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, so yeah, back in 2011, we were just kind of taking these amazing Red Bull campaigns and bringing them to life. And one of the things that we did was uh, pulling in really hot, you know, kind of like cool kids on campus, or we called them opinion leaders back in the day. Mm -hmm. And we would have them post on their own like Facebook or, you know, Twitter about Red Bull. So that kind of kicked off a long love of, you know, social content and how to really market a brand and give someone an experience in the digital space. Um, From there, I got my feet wet in hospitality and I was doing a ton of digital marketing in the hospitality space in San Diego and one day I was like, "Look, this isn't for me. I, I want to rep my own brands. I want to do my own thing." And I kicked off Ecos
0: Marketing. Amazing! And so, in that, it sounds like there was a point where you woke up one day and you're like, "I can't work for someone else the rest of my life." Um, <laughs> which I think we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all, we all, all us entrepreneurs, I really truly believe that we have this that like breaking point where we're like, "I can't do this anymore." um and I'm curious like going off and doing your own thing was there any fears that came up was there any like limiting beliefs that you had to overcome how has that journey been since you've transitioned or you know I, I like to say from the outside perspective so often we see people's journey and it's like sunshine rainbows and all of a sudden they're they're doing the damn thing um but I always like to get to know people's like the beginning of their journey and what it really looked like to start that business in the online space. So if, if you can remember back to that period and that point in your life where there, was there some shit that came up for you?
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I think that there was, there was a couple of different instances and, um, one one of them being that, yeah, I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. Uh, we've had a family business that has been, In our family for the last seventy-four years. Wow! And um, I I always I grew up with a single dad that or that was just kind of like, listen, you take no shit from no one, and even though you are a woman, I'm gonna raise you to you know respect yourself and hold your own. Mm. So there were a couple moments in my career where. I felt incredibly overlooked and I felt like, yeah, I was working for towards something that wasn't necessarily for my benefit. And I remember there was a very, very, very spotlit time in my life where I was working on 15 different properties. I was bringing in insane, uh, an insane amount of revenue from, you know, these different marketing strategies that I was doing for these 15 properties. And it came down to a situation of like, you know, I wasn't even, I didn't even have my own office. I was one of the only females. I was the only female in the marketing department. Mm. Um, I was one of the only females in the company. I believe there were a total of like four of us, if that. And I would go in every single day, bust my balls and literally sit at this conference table that was like from Ikea. (laughs) And I was just got to the point where I was like, I remember like my back and my neck hurting. And I know that sounds so like dramatic, but I just remember sitting there being like, I feel so invaluable. And there was all this talk of, you know, you know, so the, the, off the company was going through like a renovation at the time and all these people were getting offices and all these different project managers and kind of higher up people, I guess we're getting these office spaces. And when I'm talking office spaces, I'm talking like very small cubicles and they kept moving me from the conference table, the so-and-so's office to another conference room, to another conference room. And I was like bouncing around and I kind of just had this epitome or yeah, not, yeah, not epitome, but epiphany where I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like what, what is actually happening here? I feel like I'm bringing in all this value. Mm -hmm. I'm completely, I'm being completely overlooked you know i'm being you know really crazy micromanaged by you know this kind of company and they're they're an amazing company i have nothing bad to say about them but mm-hmm. yeah at the end of the day i was like i have so much more to value or so much more value to offer and so many more things to be doing with my life than to be in this current situation and you know what there are so many jobs out there where people thrive in that kind of atmosphere mm-hmm. and that is great for them but for me For my spirit, that's not where I needed to be. I needed to be constantly challenging myself. Mm -hmm. I really needed to be calling my own shots and kind of being, you know, the captain of my own ship. So in that moment, there was also some other family things that were happening. My dad was getting kind of sick and there were some other things that were going on, but um, I I just kind of took the leap of faith and was like, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm. I
0: love that. And I love, I think so many of us can relate to that who have started or are planning on starting businesses. It's like, there comes a point in time where it's like this, this could work for someone, but it definitely is not going to work for me for the rest of life. So I just honor you for really making that decision. Cause I can, I know there's so many people out there who are on the edge and just being like, I don't know if I can do this any longer, but they, they just still hold on to that quote unquote safety and security. Um, it's, it's not an easy transition to make, and and I honor that. Oh, thank you. So let's let's talk a little bit about digital marketing. I would love for you to share some of your amazing gifts with the audience. And can you just explain a little bit about for someone who's totally new to the the marketing like space? Like what do, what do you specifically do in in digital marketing? What do you do now that it's been you know seven years since you started? On this journey what does it look like now and how is the online space really shifting and changing
1: yeah absolutely so what i do now is i basically we run it's a full service digital marketing agency but we're actually kind of transitioning into calling ourselves a creative marketing agency and the reason behind that is because there is so much creative and brand development that goes into each one of our marketing campaigns whether that is just, you know, managing and really streamlining your long-term social media plan, or it's building out a 360 degree campaign around influencer marketing, or it's a full event production. So we are a creative marketing agency. Everything is first and foremost, first and foremost creative content forward. Um, so what I do in my day-to-day, it looks very different for each client but the bread and butter of each different type of service that we offer always comes back to the creative content behind it, whether it's social media influencer marketing or, you know, driving that brand in the digital space. Um, from there, I've really seen so many changes in the digital space. Um, I think number one, your, our social media is our, is our, one of our, one of the biggest vehicles right now for communicating, um, not only, you know, between different communities, but also between brands and consumers. Mm -hmm. So it is something that I preach very long-term that, you know, before we had television, you know, before we had, you know, billboard campaigns or radio commercials. Now it is all digital. It is all social media driven video content, picture content, anything like that. So I tell all my brands all the time that, you know, social media is no longer this one-off you know, game plan. It's no longer a kind of short-term play. It is a living and breathing ecosystem that is really going to be long-term and you really need to plan for it. So that's something that kind of I do and that I've seen. I mean, even all these new platforms that are coming up from LinkedIn getting more and more attraction to TikTok becoming this new sensation that everyone is jumping on. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's just it's really cool and it's really developing, but it is now becoming such a pivotal point for everyone and just becoming something that everyone puts all their time into.
0: Yes, absolutely, and it's like I have so many people come to me and they're like, I don't know if I want to do the whole social media thing, and I'm like, well, if you want a business of really any caliper, any capacity, there needs to be some sort of social media presence. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just a wise, like smart way to do business. Even if like, I think about myself before I had a business, I did not use social media really at all. And I was like, it's just the smartest thing I can do for my business. So taking it from that perspective of like, what's a smart business decision? What are the smart things where where can we be right now and i like that you brought up like tiktok is is starting to blow up and like there was that transition a few years ago from facebook to instagram and so there's these shifts that occur and it's being able to like move with what those shifts are i'm super curious from your perspective of like what are people consuming the most of right now when it comes to social platforms like what are people craving when it comes to the online space what do you notice the trends Well,
1: we, we always say that video is king. Um, and I, I, I still very much so believe that I think video content does take a lot more time. It takes a lot more effort to create, but it's also one of the most engaging. Um, -hmm. and I think when we look at our generations broken down between, you know, our demographics, right. We have, you know, Gen X, we have Gen Y, we have you know, every, you know, millennials, um, we're seeing that even now the millennial market has always really taken well to video content. But now that we're seeing this new generation come up underneath the millennials, we're seeing them just completely absorb, absorb videos. Like with, there's, there's never been more users on YouTube. Now we have TikTok where it's like this, you know, recreation and uh rebirth of like what Vine was to us, but better. Mm-hmm. um and we're seeing so many people actually move from Instagram over to TikTok. So I I think that you know I think that photography is always is always going to be consumed and I think visual you know visual content will always be consumed but I think right now we're seeing a huge moment with video. Mm-hmm. Also too the podcast world has just really it's really blown up and I even still feel like it's not quite there yet. Like I still, I I still feel like podcasting is having a moment Mm -hmm. and people are really tapping into it and getting really excited about it. And it's also another great way for, you know, us to audibly kind of create content, right? It's almost like this new form of like blogging, but all audio, audio
0: Yeah. And I really think like that's what people are craving is stuff that they can consume while they're on the go. Cause it's such like a, I mean, I think about when I was starting my business, I didn't fucking have time to go and like (laughs) read a blog. I was driving to work every day. And then I was hustling after I got off of work to like build this business. And so it was, I wanted quick consumable content that would help me grow and help me shift and help me like expand really my consciousness and my business. And so it was, it thinking about it from that point of like, what are people needing from me right now? And, and I think that really depends on what probably business you're putting out there. Um, what are you, what, what, I'm just curious for you, like what, what kind of brands do you most work with? Like, what do you, and just from like a business point, like where, where do, how do you serve? Like, I know you do a lot of the marketing campaigns, but what do you, what are the, are you working with like physical products? Are you working with influencers? How does, how does that play out in your business?
1: Yeah. So like what kind of clients do I have or like, yeah, so yeah. you give me clarify a little bit.
0: Yes. What kind of clients do you
1: have? Yeah, absolutely. So right now we primarily are working with, um, we work with, <laughs> it's really funny because we had to really, we actually like niche down this year to like a very, very specific ideal client. Mm-hmm. Um, but our but our target client are usually um, either a hospitality brand that is based in Southern California. Or a CPG-based brand that has a unique aspect in the lifestyle or wellness um, space. Meaning that they have a really unique angle or they're doing something different from all these different products that are launching right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's kind of where we cater is, again, kind of just dominating our backyard in the Southern California demographic. Mm -hmm. Um, but also to having, you know, our strengths in hospitality, because that's where my expertise comes from Mm -hmm. as well as our, our strength in the CPG based market, because we work with so many influencers and because we understand social and we understand that now. People are more attracted to products and brand that have a story behind them, mm-hmm. but also that they can relate with, right? And that's where we see, you know, these new products really, really uh, champion
0: is through social media. I love that. And I think like the takeaway for the people listening too, is like what I just took away from that and like amazing that you get to serve these brands, but also like people want stuff that's relatable. Oh, totally. And they want they- like... It doesn't matter if you're choosing a coach or a brand or a product. I love that. Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> it's just like, I gotta- no,
1: you're, I was just going to agree with you. Yeah, They want something that I think, I think now we're so information-based um, mm-hmm. and also relationship-based that we want to be able to understand the product. We want to be able to understand the ingredients and have, share a, a sense of transparency with the brands that we consume. Um, Like, for example, I've been totally hooked on one of my favorite products right now is Flow alkaline spring water, and they have these different flavors, right? They have like a, like right now I'm drinking like a grapefruit elderflower flavored water and they have like a rose strawberry water. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're so (laughs) transparent in the way that the product is made. They don't use any plastic. Uh, The bottles are completely recyclable and they talk about, you know, the benefits of alkaline water. And they talk about, you know, the benefits of the way that they bottle the water and everything like that. So I think sharing that transparency and being able for me to be able to know what I'm consuming, it's not just a bunch of ingredients I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's
0: the reason why I keep buying what I buy. Yes. And I think that comes back to like brand integrity too, is like, are you putting stuff out there that is valuable, truly, and like any level, depending on like if it's a physical product, does it in integrity are you doing things that are like supporting the humans who are purchasing it right absolutely and so much more now than ever like people really care about that totally well I, I I love everything you're saying about the marketing and I would love to shift it a little bit more about you and just like it sounds like you are have always had this strong sense of who you are and what you want in the world and um that there may have been some struggles in that, you know, leaving the full-time job and starting the business, but I would love if you were, you know, if there's some people who are exactly where you were a few years back and deciding to leave that full-time job, is there anything that you would say to them in taking that leap of faith and going out and chasing something that that is where their spirit is calling them to be, right? Is there anything that you would say to those women Oh my gosh.
1: Um, you know, I, I think I I've struggled with that. I think that I'm incredibly good at, at, at what I do. And I, and I've told this so many times, but you know, people ha- I've had girls come to me that I've asked to work for me. I've had people come to me and kind of ask, you know, like, how do you seem like, you know, exactly who you are and exactly what you want. And I, I always kind of come back to them. and It's because it's like, I am, I'm good at my job. That's what I meant to do. That's, what I'm meant to like put together is to curate mm-hmm. something that looks good in the reality. I still struggle with it constantly. Um, and so I think that my message to women is that, you know, you have to realize that when you look at somebody, you're getting a quarter of their story. Mm-hmm. You know, when you follow these influencers, you follow these entrepreneurs, you listen, to these podcasts, you're getting a quarter of it and you're getting the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm a huge person when it comes to mental health and to really understanding where you're at and realizing that you, know, you aren't going to move and grow in your journey the same way that others are. And mm-hmm. you are meant to do big and beautiful things, but you cannot compare your big, beautiful things to others because you are on two completely separate journeys. And that has taken me so long to realize because, of course, when I launched a marketing agency, You know, I have these amazing, amazing companies and female CEOs to look to. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard not to get down on myself and on my company because I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. And or because I'm doing something completely different than them. Mm -hmm. So my message to any woman out there is that comparison mindset is a real thing. You know, check yourself, put on your blinders and, you know, realize that you're, you know, what might feel like, you know, baby steps to you are actually humongous, humongous leaps. Mm -hmm. And you can't compare that to anybody else. And so again, I, I love, I love encouraging women. I love empowering them, but I also, you know, I think that everyone needs to realize that we all we are all human Mm -hmm. and that we are all on a different journey than one another and to celebrate your big wins.
0: Yes. Oh my God. Yes. And sometimes we just bypass, I think, especially being the entrepreneur, we're like, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And we're not even taking that moment to be like, holy shit, look at how much I've actually <laughs> done. Like, look at how far I've actually come. And Absolutely. I, I think m- most of us forget that like celebrating ourselves. And I think a lot of women have like, forget that that's something we, we can do and we should do is a big part of this journey, but the comparison is real. And I think something that you said is like, I'm really good at what I do. And I love that you said it. It's like finding that thing that you are really good at and remembering that it's not, it's not going to be the same as someone you follow in the online space. It's not going to be the same as your best friend. Like you have to figure out what you're really good at. And when you find that niche that you're like, this is the thing that I came here to do, or this is the thing I'm really fucking good at that. I almost feel like the comparison kind of falls away because there is no comparison. If it's that thing that's unique to you and it allows you to just like focus in on, this is what I'm here to do, but we have to like pay attention essentially to those things, right? The things percent excited, 100%. Yeah. Amazing. Um, Well, thank you so much. Is there anything that you like, let's say, you know, a lot of the women listening are just getting started with their own businesses or have had them around for a few years and maybe not seeing the results. Is there any like tips or anything that you can give them that will maybe encourage or, you know, just some real strategy that would help them continue to take that one step forward every day?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of backwards planning, right? So Mm -hmm. you see a goal, like I can, I can openly say like my biggest goal is to be Forbes 30 under 30. You know, I only have a couple years to get my shit together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I've laid out a couple different plans of how I'm attempting to get there. And that's because I look at my goal and I say, okay, what steps do I need to lead myself to that position. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe it is working with a publicist. Okay. Maybe it is working on, you know, obtaining a few awards or working hard to, you know, do something within my agency that is different from what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. So I I think that we, I think that when you look at, you know, Hey, I want to be an influencer or I want to be my own boss. Mm -hmm. Okay. What steps is it going to take to get you there? And how are you going to timeline out these different goals or KPIs to make sure that you're hitting those marks and those goals, you know, month over month to get you to where you need to be. Um, And I think, you know, I'm very big in the inspiration, but I'm also very big in the reality and to really setting yourself up for success. And so, you know, you can hire a business coach and you can kind of inspire yourself all day long, but you also need to be setting measurements for yourself that you're going to obtain. Mm -hmm. And be very realistic of where you're at with your life and how you're going to get there.
0: I love that. It's like taking the inspiration and the strategy all in one. Because I think too, sometimes we get afraid to set those goals because that fear of failure almost sets in for people. And it's like, let's just be realistic, right? Of like, what does it actually take? And not attach our emotions to it. Because I think that's one thing I see a lot of times with women I work with is like, they get emotional about the outcomes, right? It's like, let's just set the goals based on like what you actually feel called to do in the world and then take the action based on that. So thank you so much for that. I love a little bit of practicality in running a real business. Absolutely. That's what I'm here for. Amazing. Uh, Well, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. Uh, Where can people find you? Where can they hang out with you? Is there anywhere that you would like people to come hang out?
1: Yeah. Um, come hang out with me on Instagram. I think that's primarily where I spend the majority of my time. (laughs) Um, I, you can find me at Winstagram, which is just W-H-I-T underscore Stagram. You can find our agency at Marketing, and it's spelled E-C-K-I-S. And then you can also check out our website at Ekkismarketing.com.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. All of that will be linked in the show notes and you can find Whitney there. Thanks again. Awesome. Thanks so much.